0: Sports Union Podcast. My name is Abraham Duis. And with me here once again are Brian the Soul Man Solak, Matthew Page, and special guest star, Rich Michelson. How's it going, guys?
1: Good. Going How great? Are you? Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Uh
0: well, I'm doing I'm doing great. My internet's not doing great, so we don't get our fancy intro theme. Uh and uh, just before the show, I got berated by by my friend, the the guy who grew up next to me across the street. <laughs> From me, I got berated because I dare, I dare look out for the health of fellow human beings in the Houston Astros. I said before this show, the Houston Astros, please don't throw at their heads. That's not the good neighborly thing to do. If, <laughs> when we were kids, we were kids, I didn't throw at your head. You didn't see me doing that.
2: that that's true. You were kind of a wuss then, but um, <laughs> and 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 you couldn't oh, and nice. you couldn't have you couldn't have gotten it on target or brought the heat, but. Uh, moving Ouch. on to the Astros, quite <laughs> frankly, um, anyone that was on those teams that cheated and pulled off the biggest uh, fairness, um, you know, integrity of the game scandal to the integrity of the game in baseball, uh, possibly history, definitely since the Black Sox scandal. Um, you know, quite frankly, there's going to be vigilante justice, and rightfully so, throughout Major League Baseball. Anyone that was involved in that is going to get thrown at. Um, They're going to just little stuff's going to happen. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, I don't know, like, you know, uh, a runner might get tripped on accident or uh, a second baseman or shortstop might get spiked. I mean, there is going to
0: be there is going to be some
2: damage to those players that were involved in cheating and basically ripping off the fans and ripping off other teams.
0: I I don't like okay these are these weird unwritten rules the you, when you're saying rich is like that that guy against the diamondbacks who bunted to try to get on base in the one Ben game. davis ben davis, catcher ben davis. Catcher. Catcher. against yes. kurt Schilling.
3: Yeah. yeah
0: and you're saying oh that guy's a terrible guy look all the astros did steal a few signs they banged on some trash cans. yeah you guys, can bang, you guys can bang on trash cans it's not illegal in your own home
2: it, it's so not so what does
0: it matter if it's what does it matter on the field
2: um well it matters in a couple of different ways one uh it is a- actually blatantly against the rules to use any sort of technology to assist in the stealing of signs um you, and and you know when you do steal a sign successfully be expect you're expected to be thrown at the next pitch, right? Um, if you look back at the catcher giving signs to the to the pitcher, you're going to get thrown at. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. Technically, it is ridiculous, but it is one of the rules of baseball. But this was not this was not some a couple of rogue guys. This was institutional, top to bottom, from the GM probably the owner all the way to the bottom, and uh, uh, the wussy chicken necked Hip squeak, uh ron, ron manfred, manfred yeah has no guts he should have uh basically sanctioned them into the stone age just just a couple of examples from history um the black Sox scandal in 1919 eight players from that team through the world series to the cincinnati reds and the black Sox were a far superior team there were all sorts of problems throughout that series and um you know, the, there were a bunch of gamblers that paid off uh, those players. And all those players were suspended for the rest of their lives from baseball in any capacity. Like never, ever came back. And so you have players, um, and, and it meant that they weren't just, like, not allowed to play baseball. They weren't allowed to manage. They weren't allowed to go into the minor leagues and do anything. And they weren't allowed to be elected to the Hall of Fame and you have players like uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson that really should be in the Hall of Fame, uh, especially if we're going to let a bunch of cheaters in like Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and so. Whoa!
0: Whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, I was on the 5 bus with you downtown. Somehow we ended up on the... Somehow we anyway... Ended up on, the, but, on the 48 it, going to U Village. Yeah, well, like, I on, made a transfer. I made, was, a yeah, transfer made a transfer there. You a transfer here somewhere. That is, those are not the same things. I mean, look, you have to take... This incident, and uh, Solak and uh, Matt, I know you're on Rich's side. Feel free to chime in, obviously, but um, you got to take a look at a, at this from what Ma- Rob Manfred could do. He was not allowed to put any harsher punishment on the players because the players uh, took an agreement took took the agreement that the, is offered through the union.
3: That's a bunch of bullshit. Pardon my language. <laughs> yeah, I got to agree with that.
0: All right. The gentleman from Blanchett uh, has the floor. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rob, he's put in charge for a reason, but he's a yes man for those freaking owners. And and he, he he he's a wuss. Bud Selig did a hundred times better job than Rob Manfred. Manfred. Oh. Just, Manfred's just like Rob, what's his face? D- dip weed from the NFL, Goodell. They're both terrible, dude. Get rid of them.
0: Hang on, though. I mean, it sounds like a lot of commissioner hate, but is there in any sport a commissioner that you guys are going to be happy with? I mean, no commissioner has ever loved in any sport. Rich, you brought up before the show, Kennesaw Mountain Landis. Dude, we're not old enough to to know that, anything about him, except for, you know, what the historical documents have to say, whatever – some old guy on the MLB Network tells us. Um, I mean, I bet you he was hated during his time.
2: Um, he was hated. He was feared, and he was obeyed. Exactly. Um, and and his his number one goal was the integrity of the game, that the games would be fair. Um, and again, this if this was players, if this was just players, you know, scheming and doing this, it would be different. But this wasn't. This was. Institutionalized throughout the, I mean, whoever else was always involved. Uh, They had the camera crew in on it. They had the GM in on it. They had the manager, the bench coaches. um, They had staff, uh, you know, behind in getting them information in the dugout so they could bang on the trash cans. Um, This gave them a distinctly against the rules advantage. And I mean, no one else was doing it because if. They were. We would have found out by now. I mean, there's been enough investigative reporting, uh, you know, kind of combing through Major League Baseball on this issue to find out if, you know, if this was a widespread problem or if this was just a a narrow problem. But more to the point, the commissioner has a bunch of extraordinary powers. Right. Mm -hmm. And if he really wanted to punish the players involved, he could have. All the players have um, basically integrity and honesty clauses in their contracts. And um, there's there's pretty good chance that he could have invoked those and basically said they violated their contracts and he could have, like, canceled their contracts with Major League Baseball. So
0: you make it it sound like they went to BYU.
2: That they went what?
0: To BYU, Brigham Young University. You make it sound like they signed this contract. The
3: honor code.
0: Yes. this, This weird honor code or Notre Dame, you know, some sort of. Some sort of honor code. No, that, uh, it's, it's a, like nominated. don't do
2: anything stupid that makes your company look bad, Abe. I mean, it's no different for you. Like if you go on Twitter and go off on some racist or bigoted you know, rant and that gets back to your employers, they have every right to terminate you, even if you do have a contract. Because most contracts have, um, you know, these like uh, these clauses that basically say you're going to act in a good and moral and upright manner. And so Major League Baseball uses it all the time. If like one of these guys had a sex scandal or something like that, there's a good chance that their contract could be voided. It's been done in the past. But I'll also Did say you, that the, 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 the ownership really should also be punished here. Um, it was done in the 90s. Um, for about 10 years, Marge Schott was banned from running her own team, the Cincinnati Reds, for racist comments that she made. And, I mean, to the point where she wasn't even allowed to go to the games at her own stadium um and uh, basically the 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 team was put into receivership for a long time um so i mean like commissioners in the past have had a lot of tools to bring some real heat and some real pain to cheaters and to people that are acting outside the of the bounds uh that baseball has set both written and unwritten rules and i just think that this commissioner is a is a big wuss and uh instead of doing the the long-term right thing for the for the you know, integrity of the game. You just let everyone off the hook except for what the, the the manager who got suspended for a year. And then Matt brought up something off air as well uh, about contracts and cheating. You want to want to say what you what you're talking about?
1: About contracts and cheating.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay. About like incur- like owners encouraging people to cheat.
1: Oh yeah, no. The, the point that I made back when we when we first when this news first broke on the podcast was, um, you know, what what's to stop in the future um, an owner being like, you know, being contrary to you know the spirit of the game and, and and hiring two less than reputable people to be the GM and the manager to rig up something like this and to have and instruct them to do this but uh, have clauses in their contracts so that if they get caught they then then they get suspended or whatever they get punished by the league but then that triggers some sort of you know terminate early termination fee where they get paid so that so much they never have to work again so you know they the way the way this went, I mean, you know, if, if those if if the Astros owner had set it up like that, right now, you know, the two the GM and the and the and the manager who may never work again in the in the uh, in the industry because of this, uh, now would be set for life and be fine. And because of because of this precedent, now there might be an inclination by another owner to try it.
0: Okay, you three are guys who apparently are still upset that this week in baseball got canceled 20 years ago and Remember, aren't looking no. true
2: truth truth <laughs> yeah.
0: and you're not looking to the future i mean technology is going to take over i mean that's the that's the progression of this sport and somebody beat everybody else to the punch it's just a matter of keeping up with the joneses at this point isn't it i mean if you if you know people are recording you and if you know they're running analytics you got to do something different guys you gotta you gotta be one step ahead of the game like astros were one step ahead of the game,
1: but they were explicitly breaking the rules. The rules say you cannot use any form of technology to steal signs, and they were explicitly breaking that. And, and they were consp- not allowed to. They be, were conspiring to do it. it was a yeah, whole. And you're not allowed
2: bottom. to. You're not allowed to communicate like from the bullpen to the dugout, like uh, if you were stealing the signs like from the center field, you know, bullpen for example. Like that type of communication is, is not allowed.
1: Yeah, it's fine if if the guy on second relays in and sees the signs yeah. and stuff. That's oh, that's, that's fair fine. game. That's oh, fair that's game. Fine. That's a it's guy within, that's a guy standing on second base and he's right there. That's why they switched it's up. It's within
2: the, sign. the it's within the unwritten and the written rules. It's totally fine. This is against the written and unwritten rules.
0: Oh my god, with the unwritten rules again. Well, that, it doesn't matter
2: about the unwritten. It's it's the written
1: rules
0: actually. Well, this is 100% about the unwritten rules. Because we were talking about the Astros players getting balls thrown at their heads. And if you guys think there aren't any balls that are going to go at their heads, you guys are crazy. Somebody's oh, going to do it. Somebody's they're,
2: going to they're, they're definitely going to get balls thrown at them.
0: They're going to get uh, Fights. And, there's and, be fights. There's yep. to injuries. And that's yep. not yes. good for the game.
1: Agreed. Uh, agreed. And, and that would have been solved by the commissioner doing his job.
0: So why is but that he did
1: So mob justice is going to happen.
0: Yeah.
2: Pretty much.
1: We're not we're not we're not ex- I wanna I want to make this clear. We're not explicitly endorsing the, the violence or throwing balls at people mm-hmm. or injuries of any kind. We're just then why saying are you smiling more than I'm likely smiling. this will happen.
0: I think you're smiling right now, Matt Page. I'm smiling. Myself.
1: I'm not smiling <laughs> actually, at the moment actually.
0: Is laughing, in fact. <laughs>
1: okay. No, I'm saying I'm saying this will happen. I'm not I'm not endorsing the behavior. I'm saying it's a failure by the commissioner to have done it properly and as a result there will be mob justice.
0: The it's... commissioner could only do what he was allowed to do by the current collective bargaining agreement he, and he by didn't. the directive of the owners. Yes. No, yes. he he could no. go he
1: could go a lot further than do? He
0: did. Is he going to take the franchise away from the owner of the Astros?
1: Yeah. He could the strip other... them of the title. He could you think He could
0: uh, You think 29 owners are going to go along with that.
1: He could strip the title, he could he could uh, he could suspend the players. He yeah, has he has that right. He could suspend
2: the owner. He could. A, more owner? importantly, he could. He could have blown them up in the media. He could have taken the weapon, the media, and weaponized them, so that even if the owners wanted to go against him, it would have been the worst um, public relations nightmare for Major League Baseball.
0: Nah, there's other public relations nightmares right now.
2: I mean, no, like this. Yeah. The, this he, if he wanted to, he could have gone to war against the owners and won. He chose not to.
0: No, they would have fired him.
2: He works for
0: the owners. Yeah,
2: and he knows where where the skeletons are buried, is my point. He didn't have the stones to do the right thing.
0: Speaking of skeletons being buried and knowing about them, did you guys hear about uh, Quentin Dunbar of the Seattle Seahawks? Apparently, his attorney paid off the witnesses, and it just got released after it seems that uh, Dunbar might have been able to get off looks like now instead of just being at the wrong place at the wrong time he might be up on conspiracy charges what do you guys think
3: that's a freaking joke i i do think that hawks should just i'm sorry that they spent a fifth round pick but i think they just need to cut their losses right now and look for somebody else because dunbar is guilty and it's proven fact right there i mean stupid completely stupid
1: well, he's not guilty because he hasn't been found guilty in a court. I long. I don't give a <clears throat> but.
3: I already swore though, so I better
0: shut up. He's out. been found guilty <laughs> in a court of Solak. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. But <laughs> the bottom line is what what's obvious here is that his his legal problems are not over, and he probably will not be able to play for us no matter what. So everything else is irrelevant from from a Seahawks standpoint. Um and. Yes, that's a big failure. So it's I, I agree with Solak. It's time cut your losses. Maybe trade for Jamal Adams. I don't know. Um,
0: there you go. You
1: know, I mean, you know, everything I've read on him, I, I, you know, is that maybe he's the next Earl Thomas. I don't know.
0: Well, he likes to get no orgies with the.
1: Uh, well, he, no, in except Texas? for that. I meant on the field. Oh, okay. Um, that that was yeah. I mean, like, the exception.
2: Like, is is Dunbar actually worth this headache? No, no, not really. Yes, I mean, yes, he is. If, Well, <sighs> well, if this was if this was Richard Sherman, would it be worth the headache? Yes,
0: he's not yes. Richard. Sher- he's, he's not, really not right.
2: Richard Sherman. So, like, <laughs> it,
1: it's, here's, it's, what it's, I mean, it's a,
0: here's what I mean by that, Rich. Yeah, what I mean by that is he is not a person that's always in the limelight, and he's not always causing distraction. This is the first blemish on his. Uh, Ledger
1: mm-hmm. in his
0: career.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, in his life. And, and it's life. connected. <laughs> and it's
2: connected to an armed robbery. Yeah. Which uh, is like, like this is, it's like one yeah. of the seven. It's like one of the seven felonies that like a citizen can actually arrest someone else for. Like
0: Ray Lewis killed a guy allegedly. Allegedly,
1: uh, yeah. Make yeah. sure you say allegedly, or he'll come yeah, after I you. Did. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the. The, the thing is this isn't this isn't oh he got drunk one night and got a DUI which is bad enough, well, but this is the next go. level.
0: Uh, or got go. in a fight,
2: uh, you know.
1: What's, like...
0: that, guy, what, what's that uh Saint Louis Rams guy, uh little? Uh,
2: yeah.
0: He got drunk and ran ran into a car and killed a family. He got okay, to that. play the next season.
1: That would be Ro- yeah, that would
3: be bad. Yeah, Reggie Rogers killed somebody too, didn't he? And he got to come he back. I had
0: to bring up a Seahawk or Oscar, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Peter has to bring up a husky for some reason.
3: Exactly. He's <laughs> guilty, but he, he he came back and played though, didn't he? I, yeah,
0: I think you're right. I think he Yeah. I, think he
2: I mean, here's the thing: like, is this team good enough that they want this type of headache? I mean, is this team like the '70s A's that were just like, or or the '70s New York Yankees, right, where they were just like. One shenanigan after another, but it didn't matter because he was so good, and so the the team chemistry was still like really really good, right? This team or is this survived. guy just, or is this guy just a professional, you know, corner who can like be replaced?
0: He can't be replaced. That's the problem. There, there's no, there's no guy on the street that you can go get that can do this. You can't even trade for a guy better than this.
1: Well, uh, according
0: to Pro Football Focus. Richard Sherman was the only other cornerback better than him.
1: That's true. Last year. Last
0: year. So yes. I'm, yeah. So I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm of the opinion that we could survive the Marshawn Lynch uh, circus. Oof. Why can't we survive <laughs> this?
2: Because I mean, Marshawn Lynch was. It was all shenanigans. It wasn't like crimes.
0: Not like taking a gun to the airport crime, like he did when he was in Buffalo
2: yeah
0: What's Well, he, didn't, gun he, gun didn't, gun? he <laughs> didn't do it when he was here that was the
1: thing yeah he just he just got out of a humvee full of uh skittles
2: yeah <laughs> he was, he was high <laughs> on skittles and forgot to leave his gun behind. Um, oh, uh, yeah. but I mean like gotcha. but I mean to, like to just put it in perspective. there's tons of people that bring their guns to the airport <laughs> what yes
0: <laughs> my my right across the street
2: neighbor works for t s a. And he tells me like that the like the number of weapons that they confiscate from people is is alarming <laughs> to say the least.
0: You live in Utah. I'm well, not surprised by that.
2: Yeah, but he started <laughs> his career he started his career in Seattle and then got transferred to Utah. So he's like it's about the same. Um, he's like in fact it might be a little bit less in Utah because people are really possessive of their guns in yeah. Utah. I mean it's a very gun friendly state. Um. But he said still that, like you know, Matt. on a given on a given shift that they'll probably confiscate, uh, you know, two or three weapons, usually from people that are, um, you know, concealed carry people. And they just didn't think as they walked to the airport. So.
0: So like Matt, are you still got, are you guys still behind this Rich Michelson guy? <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> <Sure. Okay. laughs>
3: it's all conspiracy. Abe. It's all conspiracy. In fact get you fabricated. a talk show get m- m- Richard should have his own talk shows
0: <laughs> bring your guns <laughs> to work day got it um, <laughs> I'm not joking but copy that <laughs> <laughs> all right guys I'd like to talk to talk to you about the sounders a little bit and that's why we got you on rich uh in in addition to antagonizing me and every turn, <laughs> sure Uh as a
1: benefit because, that's always a plus you, you, you,
0: you, you, and
1: are we having some internet connectivity issues again?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, a little
1: bit. Yeah,
0: there we good. are. Oops, hello.
2: There you are. I, can, I I can. Hey, Abe. I can. I can talk about the Sounders, but what was your question about them?
0: Oh, I was going to ask, uh, what do you think about their chances in this tournament? I'm a little concerned. This tie against. Uh, this tie against San Jose. This loss against Chicago. That did not look like my Sounders team that just won a championship last year.
2: Um, no, in general, I think you're right. And, and certainly over the history uh, of the Sounders, no. But, I mean, they've also had a few seasons here and there where they have a little bit loosey-goosey on the defensive end. And this really boiled down to three individual mistakes against Chicago just uh, on the defensive side. Uh, Javier Ariaga, a very promising young very skilled center back misplayed a long ball, got caught flat-footed and left his center back partner out to dry. Um, uh, when uh, the striker for Chicago basically turned, uh, you know, turned him inside out and then uh, did a really, just really, really nice single, you know, w- moment of magic, if you will. And then Ariaga lost his man on a corner kick, um, along with Jordan Morris, who also. Um, didn't play the ball was ball watching. So we had basically three dif- um you know defensive lapses um in in a game quite frankly the Sounders dominated uh possession wise, chance wise. They just didn't finish. Um, the San Jose tie was also kind of odd um san jose had a strategic advantage that no other team did they were the first ones to show up in orlando in the bubble that they're calling it um though how much of how good of a bubble that will be will remains to be seen given the uh quagmire that is florida and the COVID 19 uh, crisis Um, but um san jose showed up 16 days before the tournament started Uh, they were by far the first team to arrive and their coach is a little bit crazy um, he likes to play a full-court press. And by full-court press, I do mean like Rick Pitino, Kentucky basketball in its heyday, full-court press. Um, they, they tightly man-mark, man, play man-to-man defense against the, the opposition team for 90 minutes, and it's a little bit crazy. Um, and normally the Sounders would just pass through it and, and rip them apart, which they did twice last year. Uh, but this this uh, season well, because, they're they're well, a little on, bit I gotta rusty.
0: S- I got s- to stop you right there. Yeah. Jordan Morris was not in that first game, and do you think that would have changed things? Because that's his thing, right? Breaking breaking away from one on one.
2: No, actually, you, you got your games flip flop there. He was he didn't start the f- uh, oh, second game. Oh, he was in game. the fire. Yeah, he, he was he was in the first game. game. He probably got he got a little gassed uh, at the end of the San Jose game. Okay. Um and then they just so you know we all talk about especially Soul Man Solak, talks about how baseball is a game of inches and soccer is too uh in large degree and so the Sounders are a very precision team in a lot of ways especially with their passing and the passes were just I don't know 6 inches 4 inches off you know the through balls were a little too soft or a little too strong um uh, the headers weren't quite controlled enough. They are just a little bit off and a little bit rusty. And that gave San Jose an advantage in that first game. Um, so, I mean, obviously they're, they're in, a, in a bad world of hurt. They've got a win on Sunday night against Vancouver. Good news is Vancouver has been a hot mess for about the last five years. Uh, they've had one good season in that period of time. Uh, last year they were just a dumpster fire. Uh, they have they about just, two players they just that gave, could make the Sounders. So and they
0: just get, and they just gave one away against San Jose, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. In, in a in a crazy crazy game, a four to three game. Um, that kind of leads into my next uh point. You asked uh in, in the line, in the outline if I was a fan of the early morning games. Well, I'm an, yeah. I'm an hour ahead of you in Utah, so it's only seven a.m. for me, and I'm usually at oh, work. Oh, that's much different. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually working by seven or seven thirty. So it's not, been nice for me to have a bowl of cereal, you know, some yogurt, a little MLS on the side while I go through the, the morning routine at work, uh, doing the you know the just kind of the grunt labor that isn't super. Uh, I don't have to use my brain a whole lot for, so uh, I can keep one ear and eye on the on the MLS game and uh, in the morning. So that's been actually pretty nice. And then. Um, you know, evening games as well. Uh, but, I mean, really, they couldn't have held this tournament if they didn't have three game slots, and no one was going to play before the uh, the 6 Eastern time slot uh, in the evenings. I mean, it's Orlando. It's it's hotter than, you know, Hades, and it's, you know, it's, it's about as humid as a shower. So, uh, or it's just, it's the only way they could viably do the tournament is to have morning games. Um, yeah. So um i i've liked it it's been okay um as far as the quality of the play, yeah, yeah be, the, the tournament as a whole has not been great soccer especially compared to what else you can consume um with the uh, the italian and spanish league syria and la liga the premier league um that's been going almost every day they seem to have a game um as they finish up the season and uh, you know, with uh, the Bundesliga in Germany going on. That's also on TV at a high quality. And we're going to have uh, Champions League start uh, in August. So, I mean, like, the European soccer, of course, is better. But but also, if you want to watch entertaining soccer right now, MLS is, <laughs> in a lot of ways, far more entertaining because uh, people are making mistakes and trying crazy stuff because it's a tournament. And normally, like, in a World Cup-type tournament, type tournament everyone's super conservative and it's been the exact opposite from the coaches and the teams uh in this tournament they have all basically gone all out no one has just sat behind the ball and defended with the exception of cincinnati who are a horrible horrible organization um oh, they and shouldn't s- be
0: in the mls <laughs> yeah
2: they're, they're bad inter well, miami they- bad too uh, Inner Miami is not a quality team, but they have some entertaining players, especially Pizarro and uh, this young winger. I think it's Caldwell, number seven, who who are really combining on a couple of nice nice moments here. Um, kind of the highlight for the tournament for me was um, is actually the Phil- watching the Philadelphia Union play um, this really flowing soccer, and they they had two great goals, but one in particular. If you guys have a chance. Uh, even if you're not soccer fans, find find their uh, a YouTube video of about it's about 15 seconds. so It's a counterattack goal, and they run the whole length of the field. Beautiful passing. Um, this one player does two dummies in about 10 seconds, both of which are critical to the to the whole goal. And um, it was just a it was just a kind of soccer at its best uh, on that play. Um, so that it, it's been a Great. fun tournament, and I I actually really dig this tournament like i i love group play in the world cup i i just think it's great i love watching the euros when they do group play so um to see this type of tournament in mls has kind of been cool i wish that they would do something like this maybe not all the time but maybe once every few years kind of like the uh world what is the baseball classic world baseball classic they do every three or four years just like kind of a special one-off type tournament And, um, you know, get everyone together in one spot and and, and go for it.
0: So, Rich, Matt and I are not very big fans that they're continuing the season after this tournament. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I think that they are very unlikely to be able to continue the season or at least continue it without massive starts and stops. Um, There's very little evidence that... Um, COVID-19 is going to continue put, like that. It's going to be manageable. COVID,
0: put COVID behind, uh, COVID behind you for a second. Yeah. I don't think they can compete with football, right? They're not going to compete with all the other sports that are running simultaneously, are they?
2: Um, I mean, they're not going to compete well. They certainly have their following. Uh, this tournament was actually a big gamble on their part to try to make a name for themselves because wanna because I mean, they're basically the only American sport, uh, for the men. That's going uh, the the women and the uh, NWSL actually started uh, three just weeks before, ago. Yeah, just before them. And that tournament's been going uh, here in Utah, um, albeit with some some challenges there. But so you basically got soccer as as live sports in America. So um, I think the tournament is far more important than the regular season. I think they're going to have to end up canceling the regular season. And no, of course, they can't compete with football. Um, but I mean, just for some perspective, every year they go head to head with, uh, the tail end of basketball through the playoffs, uh, cause the season starts in March. Uh, then they go head to head with baseball, the whole baseball season. And then at the end of the MLS season, they go head to head with football, uh, you know, with, with the season ending in November or, uh, December. So, I mean, this is nothing new for MLS. So I'd, like, just Matt, it I'd, is.
0: I'd like Matt and Brian to chime in on this one. Because I don't know, I feel like though summer baseball seems to be doing their best to try to drive fans away, um, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I, I feel like their I feel like their niche is kind of in summer for the fans that aren't going to baseball games. Brian, Matt, what do you guys think?
3: Go ahead, Matt.
0: Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. To be honest, I really I. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna draw too many. Um, competing against too many sports is going to be to their detriment here in the in the states. You know, MLS doesn't have as big a following um, as, as these other sports that are going to start. And yeah, I don't know. I'm
0: yeah, yeah I, I, I kind of agree with you and Rich I and mean, we're talking about the the casual fan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the the MLS diehards are going to watch the MLS if they play on the moon. I mean, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? Yeah. But but I guess what I'm talking about is more of the casual fan. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, you're kind of more of a casual fan. Um, does it matter what time of year the MLS plays?
3: I – no. I mean, I no, I, because <laughs> I am a casual fan. <laughs> I do love the Sounders, but uh, I'm only going to – I'll be honest. I'm only going to watch when, they, when they're in the playoffs. I'm one of those bandwagon fans. I just – Soccer isn't my cup of tea, but I do enjoy watching them play. But I I just can't sit through a full soccer game unless it's a playoffs. So I I, end the season after this tournament would be my my opinion because, like you guys said, it's gonna for twenty twenty. It's gonna affect with with football, college football. I mean, parts of baseball. it's just, I mean, I I know there's you guys are the fans. You're still gonna watch, but are is the mls going to be separating out the leagues like you know mlb is doing so that less traveling or can you answer that i don't think
2: so no no they're, they're planning on doing like regular travel which is which is insane i mean it is travel in american sports across america is is just insane especially for western conference or western division teams um I just don't know how. I, there's so many things that that are going to be different. I, I really think that they should do this tournament, put a cap on it, say you know we 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 did what we could, and now we're just going to batten down the hatches till things are better. And, Rich, do you
0: think do you think if the MLS can get through this tournament, that in of itself is a win? Yes. Okay. Do the Sounders win Sunday night? Yes. Why? <laughs>
2: Um, because they haven't lost to w- Vancouver, I think since 2015. Um, mm. I, I could be wrong on that. It might, it might've been more recently, but more, more to the point, like Vancouver might've won they, they may have won once in, uh, like 2017 or something like that. But basically the Sounders have had their number. I think they will be very motivated. Um, Brian Schmetzer gets a lot of flack for not being a very good tactician. He actually is quite good at the tactics, um, but he's even better at the man management, at motivating his players, making sure that they're prepared, making sure that he can, uh, that they know what to do um, if, you know, things go against them and whatnot. So um, I think that they will be very well prepared. I think that... Uh, the depth of the Sounders is going to be far it is far greater than that of uh, Vancouver. Also, Vancouver has to play um, Chicago. They have to play Chicago, but they um, they're going to end up playing like three games in about in seven days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no one else That's in the group is going to have to do quite that. It's pretty um, fatiguing. It is. Here's the other thing: is that the Sounders can do three different things well and they'll do whichever one Vancouver lets them do. They can press the ball and make create turnovers and then attack into space. They can sit back, defend kind of all on Neo in the, in the matrix like come and get me, right? Mm-hmm. And then counterattack ruthlessly. Um and then if the other team wants them to have the ball, they can take the ball and run it right down the opposition's throat. So um, Vancouver does not have that capability Vancouver can do one thing well and that is to counterattack, and that's it um, so I think Seattle has a distinct advantage they are the odds on favorite if they win they move on in this tournament uh, because it's a 2014 tournament and 16 teams are moving on so
0: Wait, um, actually no there's a scenario there's a scenario where the fire could beat San Jose yep. and it wouldn't matter what the, what the Sounders do I guess that's true. Yeah. So we're 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 big San Jose fans this week, and that game is Sunday night at 7:30, I believe. Yeah. Uh, check, Pacific. Check, yes. Pacific.
1: Yeah. <laughs> check Pacific. That out. Pacific. Yeah. I checked. I was like, is <laughs> it gonna be at 10:30 or 7:30? No, it's 7:30 Pacific. And, <laughs> and it's hey, on
3: real, it's on Fox Sports. Fox real Fox quick, Sports. real quick. I know I'm the fairweather fan, but listening to Rich talk about soccer this whole time is maybe intrigued and. If you had your own podcast of like a thirty-minute <laughs> show, I would be a, your number one fan. I'm not um, joking. I'm just I, you. You make it quite interesting. So,
1: <laughs> Rich, you need to tell teach me how how to get back in the good graces of Solak because uh, apparently <laughs> I am I'm in the doghouse after sitting in the dugout yeah. uh, yesterday, <laughs> and uh, well, I, am, I need it. to get my way out.
2: You need to uh, <laughs> buy him a pint from six you know six feet away. And uh, let him watch some uh, some throwback Mariners uh, highlights from the 95 uh, Divisional Series.
3: Okay, there you go. There we I go. like that
2: idea. <laughs> Rich, yeah.
0: Rich, do we have you for uh, the quiz or the uh, trivia contest? I, I'm... Yeah, yeah, let's do some trivia. Oh, Great, man. let's do it. Let's All right, guys. Uh, every once in a while, we like to do uh, trivia. Yes, last time Rich won it in a runaway. Uh, Matt, are you going to keep score for us? Uh,
1: I'm doing it right now. Hold on.
0: Yeah. Great. And every couple questions I might ask for an update on that. And uh, same rules as usual. This is, this is all Northwest area trivia. Um, and it's just say your name. Uh, when you think, you know what the answer is and uh, I'll call on you and then you give the answer uh, multiple choice this time. So mm-hmm. this will. I'm gonna help you guys out a little bit and not leave you in the cold. So, you know, there's there's a chance to 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 just plain guess if you don't know. Are we ready?
1: Yes. yes. I guess.
0: Okay. <laughs> I guess. Okay. First question. When the University of Washington's Don James as its football coach coach in nineteen 19- when the University of Washington picked Don James as their first as their football coach in 1974 who was the other finalist here's the here's the options uh daryl rogers dan devine lou holtz or pat Dye. daryl rogers dan devine lou holtz or pat Dye. only Solak. four options Solak, go so go for it
3: D- daryl rogers
0: And Solak gets a point. Daryl. Woohoo.
3: (laughs) Well done.
0: I knew
2: knew one name on there, and it was Lou Holtz, and I was pretty sure it wasn't
0: him. (laughs) (laughs) Do do, you know that? Deep rooted knowledge from back in the day. He's not going to tell us, is he? Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Solak's up one to nothing. Which nickname was not? officially submitted for consideration uh, first name gets to, first person to say their name, we'll, we'll get to answer uh, here are the here are some options: puddle jumpers, rain beams, sockeyes, DB Cooper Oops, did we have some audio issues? Uh, just yes. a little bit, yes. All I heard oh, was okay, Sock Eyes okay.
1: DB Cooper and a lot of, like, nothing that it couldn't understand what words you're saying. Yet. Okay.
0: Uh, what nickname was not officially submitted for consideration uh, for the Seahawks when they first Was it considered? missed half of
1: that unfortunately we continue to have <laughs> connectivity problems
2: <laughs> quality radio um, here quality radio
0: quality podcast going off of yes all right can you guys hear me now
1: yes 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 but then, sir. You'll, then you'll ask a question and about three words in it'll start cycling out
0: which nickname was not officially submitted for the Seahawks when they first joined puddle jumpers Rainbeams, Sockeyes, or D.B. Coopers? Solak. Rich. Solak. D.B. Cooper. No, Rich. Uh,
2: Puddle Jumpers.
0: No, Matt.
1: What were the choices again?
0: You're down to Rainbeams or Sockeyes.
1: I'm going to go with Rainbeams.
0: And the answer was Sockeyes. Nobody scores.
1: (laughs) 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 Sockeyes seems seems obvious so yeah it seems
0: obvious but uh nobody submitted that when the seahawks were first being uh, (laughs) yeah okay next question mariners hired lloyd mcclendon as a manager in 2013 which former seattle player was also a finalist for that job dave valley dave bell joey cora or scott bradley
2: rich Uh, rich joey cora
0: Give that man a point. It was Joey Korop.
1: Really? We got that close? That would have been a mistake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the editorial from uh, Matt Pate. I was going (laughs) to say, let's be honest, has there really been
2: any good manager choices that the Mariners have made for, I don't know, 15 years?
0: I liked Hargrove. (laughs) Hargrove Okay, Hargrove was pretty good, but I like Bob Melvin. (laughs) <laughs> Matt doesn't. Um, no. no, Bob I Melvin mean, was good. Yeah. Melvin has has turned out to be a pretty good
2: manager in in Major League Baseball. I mean, did
0: you hear I that, Matt?
2: Yeah, well, I'm Matt, you that? Just sitting here quietly. What, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> my own business. There are a lot. Wor- there are a lot worse managers than Bob Melvin.
0: Yeah, Scott Service first of all.
1: Scott Service, Ooh. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Okay, uh next question. Alvin Davis was the rookie of the year in 1984, but he didn't start the season with the Mariners. Uh who, whose injury got him into the big leagues? Was it Pat Putnam, Ken Phelps, Barry Bonnell, or Jim Mayer? Solak. Solak? Pat Putnam. No. Ah, darn it. The options that are left are Ken Phelps, Barry Bonnell, and Jim Mayer. Rich. Rich
2: Ken Phelps.
0: It was Ken Phelps. That is correct. Score Rich the point. All right. Next question. Gary pa- Gary Payton earned the nickname The Glove for his defensive work in ni- in the 1993 playoffs against which which uh, opposing basketball player? Kenny Smith, John Stockton, Kevin Johnson, or Vernon Maxwell?
3: Rich. I heard Rich first. Uh, I'm going to go John Stockton. No. Solak? Solak, Kevin Johnson.
0: That is the correct answer. That is the correct answer. Good job of the uh, Phoenix Suns. What are we at? We're we're at 2 2 and nothing. Is that right, Matt? Correct. Okay. Um, And the nothing would be the gentleman from the University of Oregon? Correct. <laughs> okay, great. I love that um, deadpan voice. <laughs> the biggest crowd in the kingdom that we ever saw was 74,000. Which event did these people uh, witness? Was it the Sounders versus the New York Cosmos with Pele? Was it the 1975 Major League Baseball All Star game? Was it the Billy Graham Crusade? Or was it the first Seahawks game in 76?
3: Solak. All right, Solak. The Seattle Sounders versus the New York Cosmos.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, that is not the answer. <laughs> any other guesses? Not Rich?
3: Enough. Rich.
2: I'm gonna sadly go for the um the Christianity
0: crusade. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Billy Graham Crusade was wow. the largest audience in the Kingdom of That's Sad. It, it breaks my heart. That I, I, was like,
2: <laughs> I think that that's the answer. Sporting <laughs> arena. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just bad. What's really bad is, uh, Solak, you said you were at that Pele game, weren't you? I was, yes. Yeah. I, my, my dad took me. If only more people went, you could have been part <laughs> of a record. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Are so you it's...
1: implying that he would have then achieved something in his
2: life? Oh,
0: that's not what I said wow. at all. Oh, that is not what I said. Wow. Hey, hey,
2: Matt, remember we talked about getting in Solak's good graces? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> not the way to do
3: it. <laughs>
0: that's two points now. <laughs> all right. 1996, uh, Corey Dillon ran for an NCAA record 222 yards in the first quarter against this team. Stanford, San Jose State, Oregon State. Or Arizona. select select
3: San Jose State.
0: It was San Jose. San Jose State. Correct. Matt, you need to get on the board here.
1: Problem is, you're 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 quoting sports from teams that no one cares about, like this like the the Huskies. Oh,
0: oh, nobody cares. Okay. Yeah. I see.
1: That's I the see. problem. Okay.
0: Remember about
2: playing to your audience? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's
0: see here. What's another another Husky?
1: Don't mind me getting a little salty over here.
0: Ah, here we go. Here's another Husky question for for, the (laughs) group. In in the All I Saw Was Purple game in 1990 against the USC Trojans, uh, how many times was Todd Marinovich sacked? Was it five times, three times, seven times, or four times? Rich. Okay, Rich. Seven it was not seven, no. Dang it! Contrary to popular belief, anybody else? Five times, three Solak. times, or four times? Solak. Five times. It was not five times, Matt. You um, have a chance to play for a change. <laughs> but see, three times or four times.
1: I'll go with four times.
0: It was three times, no Wow. <laughs>
2: wow.
1: That's was
0: shocking. Yeah, there that was, was like a forty-four to nothing game. It was. He was harassed a lot, but there was only three sacks. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. You, you guys realize you don't have to wait until I actually give the answers. And on this next one, I know you're all going to jump in at the same time. Uh, who was the one player the Reds would not trade in the Ken Griffey? deal? Matt. Matt.
1: Pokey Reese. <laughs> hey,
0: Matt's <laughs> on the board. <laughs> Hooray. He was untradeable. Mr. Pokey Reese. <laughs> That's ironic. <laughs> the best part is,
1: he was a Mariner later in his career. He did.
0: <laughs> and he never played one inning for the Mariners, by the way. Yeah, we signed him though. Yeah. We signed him, but he got in We got him. We got so the untradable. He was the,
2: he was the Brian Bosworth for the Mariners.
1: Well, Bosworth yeah, actually played though.
2: No. No, he did not. He, he suited did. up and was on the on the field, but he did not play.
0: He had a big footprint of Bo Jackson on his chest. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few um, times. What is this? What is this score at right now? Uh uh um um one three three. Okay. All right, guys. Former Sonic's GM Bob Witsit once described this player's popularity as bigger than the Space Needle. Was it Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, Fred Brown, or Jack Sigma? Solak. Solak. Uh, I'll say Sean Kemp. It was not Sean Kemp. Matt. Matt.
1: I'll say Peyton.
0: It was not Kerry Peyton. Rich, got choices, Fred Brown and Jack Sigma. I'd say Jack Sigma. And you'd be correct. It was Jack Sigma. All right. None of you guys sound happy about that question at all. Long before my time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. We'll try to have fewer Oklahoma City Thunder questions in this, in this uh, um, contest. Okay. Uh, here we go. Let's go back to something you guys like. Uh, how many pitches did Randy Johnson throw in his 1990 no-hitter against the Tigers? 135 pitches, 138 pitches, 129 pitches, or 123 pitches? Solak. Solak. Solak.
3: 135. No. That was the night we graduated too. <laughs> did you go to graduation? <laughs> I did yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> were you there? Kind of. Okay. In body. In In body. The
2: ni- that was the 90 graduation?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I was there. That's where you were. Um, you you were there probably in body maybe not in spirit. I was
0: not. I, I don't remember a darn thing about it. <laughs> but come on guys, Rich Matt, your answer your choices left are one thirty eight, one twenty nine, and one twenty three. Rich one twenty three. Negative Matt.
1: What are my choices again?
0: Oh my God, were you even okay? I wasn't really mentally at my graduation. Are you even mentally here? <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> one thirty eight and one twenty nine.
1: 129
0: no 138 pitches
1: that is 0 for 3 on the (laughs) last right now on that 0 for 3 on the last pick
0: you might as well start guessing at this point
1: Uh, well that one was a guess but okay
0: (laughs) all right uh who led the huskies in scoring again in that sweet 16 loss in 2006 uh against yukon was it john brockman brandon roy jamal williams or ryan appleby
3: rich rich brandon roy no Solak, yep Ryan appleby
0: no here <laughs> we go for, Going John, for four no for Rock-
1: four what what's it what's the what are my choices
0: sean <laughs> rockman or jamal williams i'll
1: go williams
0: you got one <laughs> Hey, I hey,
2: hey. took <laughs> a
1: chance. Uh, sooner or later, I was going to get it. you
0: yeah. does not watch Husky basketball.
2: Not at all. Uh, I don't <laughs>
1: watch basketball, so it's all good.
2: And, and not from go. 2006.
0: No. <laughs> all right, so who has the most games in, uh, formerly called the Seattle Reign, but now they're called the OL Reign, uh, so the women's soccer team? Uh, who has played the most games? Megan Rapino, Jody Taylor, Jess Fishlock, or Lauren Barness? Rich. Rich.
3: Jess Fishlock.
0: Negative. Dang it. Solak.
3: <laughs> Solak. L- Lauren, whoever, the last name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lauren Barnes. Yes, yes. That is her. Sweet. <laughs> okay. <So> I guess. <laughs> future. Okay. In the future, I will not have women's soccer on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Trivia contest. All right. Which bowl game is the, have the Huskies not played in? Uh, your options are Citrus Bowl, Oahu Bowl, Freedom Bowl, or Fight Hunger Bowl. Rich. Rich. Fight Hunger Bowl. No, they've actually been in that one. What? Solak. Solak. Uh, the Citrus Bowl? That is correct. The the Huskies have never been in the Citrus Bowl. Mm. Uh, the only one we've been in is uh, in Florida is the uh, Orange Bowl. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys. Tim Lincecum. Was drafted 10th overall. Uh, the highest uh, drafted pick ever from the UW. Um who was the next highest drafted ever from UW? Uh Kevin Stalker, Chris Magruder, Braden Bishop, or Jake Lamb?
3: Rich Solak.
0: Heard Rich first. Kevin Stalker. That is correct. That is correct. Yep. Drafted second nice. round. Is that what you had, Solak?
3: Yes, that was what I was going to say.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, you, wait,
3: wait, real quick, what was Jake Lamb? Do you, does it say? I was just curious. What
0: does not say former, former Blanchette.
3: Exactly. Right? That's what it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. Um, nope. Doesn't have him listed. Doesn't have. Um, wasn't. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, the, who's the guy? Uh, Blowers. Doesn't have Blowers on there. Um, Mike
2: Blowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
0: All right. Which Mariners player has the most hits in a single game? Ichiro, Edgar, Raul, or A-Rod? Rich. Rich. Raul. That is correct. Matt Solak, I'm starting to worry about you guys. I think it's six. I think he had like
2: a six for six It was six.
0: It was six for six. Yep. And I think, Uh, did he hit for the cycle? Two? No, they were all singles, actually. Oh. Uh, uh, Yeah, I watched that game. It was... uh, Early 2000s. Yeah. Shame on Matt for not knowing Raul Labania's trivia. Our Raul! <laughs> <laughs>
1: forever be shamed.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Who was the last quarterback uh, not named Russell Wilson for the Seahawks? Josh Portis, Tavares Jackson, Charlie Whitehurst, or Matt Flynn? Rich. Rich. Matt Flynn. Uh, that is correct.
1: Will he did he did he start ever?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. The the question was to start, so it is not Matt Flynn.
1: Oh, okay. Matt, Matt. Yeah.
0: Sorry, sorry, Matt. i want to say Whitehurst. No. Brian.
3: Who's left? Sorry, Josh who's...
0: Portis and Josh Portis and Tavares Jackson.
3: I'll say T-Jack.
0: That is correct. Sorry, Rich. Um. Yeah. Matt Flynn ever, actually never played a down.
2: <laughs> his, he got beat he, out by Russell Wilson.
0: Correct. Right. Uh, he didn't even get Wally pipped. He never got a chance to play on the field. Uh, so. um, all right. Let's see here. We're getting to the last couple here. Which Northwest League baseball team did Russell Wilson play for? Was it the Everett Aqua Sox? Was it the Tri-City Dust Devils? Was it the Boise Hawks or was it the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes? Solak. Solak. The Tri-Cities? I'm surprised it took you that long. Nice. Yes, that is the correct answer. I thought you would have answered that before I even finished.
3: <laughs> I was thinking y- Yakima for some reason, and that's why I waited a second. But
0: no, the y- Yakima Sun yeah, Dogs. I was Sun thinking Dogs.
3: Spokane for some reason. Mm,
0: nope. Yakima Sundogs are now by the way the Hillsboro Hops. That's right. Yep. All right, let's see. Here we go. This is a softball for for Solak. Luke Falk has thrown the most touchdowns in Wazoo history uh with 119. Who has who is number 2 in Wazoo history in touchdown passes? Is it Ryan Leaf, Alex Brink, Connor Holiday, or Jesse Guess or Jason Gesser?
3: Uh Solak. Yep. Gosh if I'm wrong. Uh, Connor Holiday?
0: It is Connor Holiday. Okay, yes. good.
3: I was <laughs> I would not have gotten that right. I was gonna
0: go with Guesser.
1: Oh well, Holiday was my guess. Yeah.
0: But your guess was not fast but enough. But it wasn't
1: Matt. but it wasn't fast enough, no.
0: Because <laughs> you were throwing it
1: at Solak, so I guess I waited, I shouldn't have.
0: Here's another one just for Solak. Um, <laughs> See, oh,
1: great. So now am I not supposed to buzz in? I mean, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Buzz
1: in,
3: Matt. Well, Buzz in. Just to
0: throw them off. Yeah, just, right. just to answer the first thing that comes to your head you know, just chocolate pudding. Um, Banana. <laughs> who, who, who was not part of the Washington Cougars uh, 80s team called RPM? Who was not a part of RPM? Mark Rippon, Craig Peterson, Ruben Mays, or Kerry Porter?
3: Solak. Solak? Craig Peterson.
0: That is correct. That is correct. It was Rippy and Porter and Mays. That was RPM. Yep. All right. Um, do we want more Cougar trivia?
3: I'm not allowed to answer that. So.
0: <laughs> Why are you not allowed? Okay, He's I'll do Cougar.
1: more. Triv- well, you know my, fine. you know my. He's in the lead right now, so no, we're good.
0: Oh, too late. We got another one. I just pulled up. Uh, uh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not. We're not going to do Cougar trivia. Uh, we'll do we'll go back to Huskies just for Matt. <laughs> which which one of the following was not a name for a Huskies mascot? Uh, Frosty, Stardog Champion, Spirit, or Sun Dodger? Rich. Rich. Uh the what the something something champion? <laughs> Correct. Stardog Champion was actually a mother Love Bone song, and it was Great not the song. name of a dog. <laughs> all right a couple, let's see we got one more let's just do one more here guys uh star trek trivia <laughs> which actor threw out the first pitch of turn ahead the clock night uh in 1998 you know that that night where we had uh the red jerseys with the no sleeves and the and the compass rose fat game mm-hmm. uh, who threw out the first pitch was it leonard Nimoy? a.k.a. Mr. Spock, James Duhan, a.k.a. Scotty, William Shatner, a.k.a. T.J. Hooker, or George Takei, a.k.a. Oh, my. Solak. Rich. I heard Solak first. Oh, my. It was not George Takei. Rich. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, I heard Rich before. Rich, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, James Duhan. It was James Doohan. That is correct. That, that is was correct. My guess. Damn. All right. <laughs> all right. So I, uh, who won that one? That was a
1: close one. Uh, Rich with eight, Solak with seven, and Matt with two.
0: Nice oh, come back, Rich. You got the last Man. two. Nice. Next time, guys, I'll do an all family I was gonna say Formula <laughs> One racing. Oh, there we go. Oh, for, for Give me, Matt a okay. chance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: The, an, the answers to that is Lewis Hamilton and um, Michael Schumacher pretty much. for like Actually, the last 20 years. Pretty much.
0: Actually, yeah. if I'm writing the questions, guys, it's going to be how fast do Formula One cars go? Fast? <laughs> faster? Or even faster? Or too fast? <laughs> or slow <Super> down? Fast. <laughs> slow down, you're going too fast. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you guys want to talk about some baseball? I would love to. All right. Rich, you stick around or you got to go? I,
2: I'm going to bow out at this point, but it was okay. really good to visit with you guys. Thanks so much. Good.
0: Thank you for Thank joining you. us. Congratulations Thank you. on your win. This time, this time it was contested. It, it was, was contested. It was, was a little more,
2: was. more fun this time around. <laughs> 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 Have, a All right. Have a good night, fellas. See you later. You.
0: All right. Let's talk some baseball. And this time I will not get browbeaten by Rich.
3: Uh, i'm gonna re- interrupt real quick i bought have you guys ever had strawberry vanilla ipa Ooh. I, I bought one at um costco why? Silver why silver city just, just because i was curious and it's pretty freaking good man oh, just okay. just had to share that okay cheer, cheer. well i was just I, I i'm usually not into those fruity drinks but this was pretty darn good
0: so are you being paid <laughs> to plug this right now. Apparently.
3: <laughs> from <laughs>
0: Silver City Brewing. It's these. I'm Silver hoping we have a beer. I'm hoping we
3: have a listener from Silver City.
0: So. <laughs> from the same guys who brought you beer milkshakes. I couldn't
3: That's drink been... chocolate beer. Ugh, that sounds gross.
0: <laughs> a chocolate stout's actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah, is uh, it? there there's a chocolate stout I had. Um oh god, I forget where it is. Was it, maybe it's Aloha Brewing. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. No. Matt, have you ever had a chocolate stout?
3: Yes, I have. Is it Can filling it? or heavy or? They're heavy. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah
3: it's right a on. sipper. It's not a sugar.
0: <laughs> right on. That's
3: how I like to phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to the back to the baseball. Sorry. Oh,
0: oh yes, what baseball. I was trying to say was, uh, hey, at least now with Rich gone, I won't get browbeaten by him. I'll just have <laughs> you two beating me up <laughs> over my questions. Uh, like uh, first of all, Mariners have been, uh doing some practice at at T-Mobile Field. They're taking names of different teams from the past, like the Seattle Pilots and the Seattle Steelheads. But uh, what's with these jerseys, guys? They're all wearing the same jerseys. Why are they doing that? I'll, I'll be real I'll, I'll,
3: Let me go real quick, because Matt, I know, has a soapbox for this one. Um, I do? You do. <laughs> you had a, more of an opinion on it earlier this week, prior discussion, but I think it's dumb. It's stupid. I think you sh- everybody should tag Greg Johns at MLB.com for not answering my tweet. I was curious why, <laughs> and I asked him to talk to our, you know Scott Service about it or Jerry Depoto. I mean, and he he has ghosted me. So, anyways, Ma- Matthew Page, you got the podium.
1: I was just gonna say, yeah, I, I think it's they're, well, they're, they're all wearing the same jersey because they're all the same team, but and it's one spring training jersey out there that's made for the team, so they probably have a contractual obligation, but they really should have, yeah, one team wearing white and one team wearing the blue.
0: But and, how much fun? How much fun would this be if they pretended like it was two different teams, put this on Root Sports, had like had like announcers pretend like it's real games like i think Absolutely. that'd be
1: fun i well, agree that would be spring training and <clears> we're not doing that right now we're doing summer camp i guess is what we're doing <laughs> um on, on a side note i hate that blue i, I have to say I, i'm not i'm not a fan of the current blue
0: what is it aquafone or it's,
1: it's weird something. it's like a turquoise or not even it's, it's not turquoise it's like um almost a sky blue i
0: guess I was thinking lazy. I was thinking it's a lazy blue.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, not. It's not our, it's not our blue. Why, why, why are we wearing this? It's the wrong color.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not <clears> the blues, like, you know, along the Mississippi River, they play the blues. Yeah, it's not blue, like, you're my boy, blue. It's just kind of this weird, like, not interesting blue. And I don't like it. <laughs>
1: well, it's just, it's not our color, you know? We're one of our colors. We have, we have apparently, like, six of them. Use one of those.
0: <laughs> I was thinking use the old fashioned pilots jerseys from the sixty nine year, and then use the steelheads. When did they play in the thirties or something like that? Oh, uh, well, they'd have to so. make
1: those. They'd have to make those, and that would cost money.
0: Oh, I, yeah. That's well, why I'm
1: saying just use just use the white jer- alternate jersey and the blue jerseys, and there you no,
0: go. No, no, I demand authenticity.
1: Well, they're not airing these games. That's the thing, too, is that these are these games. You just kind of you can hear them on the radio, but you, but you know, obviously they're not giving everything 100. percent They're warming up. They're not they're not giving everything. They're not running at 100. percent They're letting prospects play that aren't going to be in the ma- on the major team, and uh, so they're not really playing too serious. So I, I wouldn't. I don't think they care.
0: Well, it's like spring training though. It's like a split squad spring training game. It would be fun.
1: And they don't care about those that much either. They, they don't care about me. You're saying,
0: you're saying the Mariners don't care about me having fun? Correct. Wait a minute. That's been proven for the last 20 years. You're right. Yes, it right. has. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have but evidence guys,
1: to back that up.
0: Yes. How do you guys feel about Kyle Lewis and Jared Kilenick? They're tearing uh, it up in summer, not spring training camp.
3: Yeah, they're playing. I mean, they are tearing it up. It is spring training, but it, they are showing – what Seattle fans are looking forward to the future here. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think Kyle Lewis is a fluke. He's starting to come around, and we all know Jared's going to be a stud as long as he can stay healthy. So, hats off to both of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, it, like, uh, it's, it's a situation like, like spring training too. You don't put too much stock in, in these numbers or, or the events, but it is, it is nice to see. It really is.
0: Solak, like you're against Kellinik making the major league squad, right?
3: I, I'd like to see him make it. I mean, we talked oh, about... Oh, you want to see him. Okay. Yeah, we talked... I'm, was it last week or the week before we talked about some of the minor leaguers? And then I'm more for... Why not? It's a 60-game season. Our team sucks. You know what? And g- Give them a chance, just like them playing minor league ball, but let them play against some some of these teams that, you know, let them get some at-bats. A lot of these teams are going to have a lot of minor leaguers on the roster, so or 4A players. So... I don't think it hurts their team to where they, these these kids should be playing this year because we don't we're not going to win it, and it's only sixty game season so come on. I know they're not going to listen to me, but that's my opinion.
0: Matt Page, I saw Tim Lopes uh, on a grainy feed on YouTube, and he looks good. All I'm saying, Matt, is give Lopes a chance. What do you think?
1: Uh, well, we're allowed to carry what twenty. 20- 9 or 28 to start? 20, yeah, 8. Yeah, well then, sure. He can be the 28th man. I have no problem with that. He's a lo- he's a utility guy. Uh, the problem is, is that we're going to run into, when you have to shrink the roster, as, as it goes, we shrink down to 26. Um, and uh, we're going to have to shrink down, and we're still going to have to carry statistically the worst uh, re- regular player in baseball last year, D. Gordon. And D. Gordon will be playing the same role as a as a backup you know utility guy mm-hmm. so Aww. at some point we can't carry an extra utility guy is what i'm saying
0: i'm wearing my deed gordon t-shirt tonight that's sad um <laughs> thanks matt uh, well
1: we're 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 paying him quite well to be a utility player at the MLB level so he, i think he's you know the, the the 18 million or whatever he's getting from us is you know soothing him a little bit
0: <laughs> who else looks good guys
1: well, Julio Rodriguez looked amazing until he fractured his li- wrist. Yeah,
0: his wrist doesn't look so good.
1: Um, but oh. this is the year to break it if you're going to break it. Uh, I guess <laughs> you know. Obviously, you don't want to break it, but uh, you know, it, it, it he was he had no shot at the major league level, major league one anyway. But it would have been nice to. Now he's going to miss out some development time. Um, that's unfortunate. But he looked really good. Um,
3: who else?
0: So like anybody? You, uh,
3: you see anybody? Justice, uh Dunn and Dunn and I forget his first name and and Justice Sheffield, the two starting pitchers, I think they're looking really good and they're gonna they'll go through some struggles this year, but they're gonna be part of the six man rotation and I think those two are gonna be fun to watch. What was it right Justin Justin Dunn? Justin Dunn? Justin Dunn, right? Dunn. Justin yeah. Dunn, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 liking what I'm seeing from him. He uh he's got a slider that you, you should watch out for. Yep. Uh, the question there is a question in camp as to who's going to be the third uh, the third catcher because there's part of the rules of the mandatory taxi squad or whatever they you know the three man taxi squad that accompanies the team uh, one of them has to be a catcher and so um, I guess Cal Raleigh's in the in the in the running for that with uh, O'Keefe who's a, a depth player um, from the Cardinals organization I want to say.
0: So, like, what's better for Cal Raleigh's success? Would it be to just play in Tacoma to get practice, or to make the major yeah. league squad?
3: I I think he should play in Tacoma to get the reps down there. He's just going to be more of a bullpen catcher if he's, he's up on the team, because um, Nola and God, I already forgot this. Their starting catcher's name, but th- he's not going to get Murphy. many at bats. Yeah, Mur- Tom Murphy. Thank you. Hundred percent benefit by playing in Tacoma. For Cal Rally, I hate, uh, I love the kid, but next year will be his year.
0: All right, guys, who stinks? Who needs to be gotten rid of off this team?
3: Uh, I'll answer that in, real quickly. Anybody over 12, 25 years old stinks on this qu- squad? Uh, Margo <laughs> Gonzalez is 28 or 29.
0: He's the only pitcher we have. He
3: still kind of stinks. He's the only pitcher we have. Yeah, but he's going to get ruined as an ace because he's not. An well, he's ace. not an ace. Yeah. yeah what,
0: what about? Uh, I say, you say, we all say, Kukuchi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I'm hoping. Yeah, we can opt out after this year with Kukuchi, To be honest, I yeah. I was excited for the signing. I think we, uh, you know, it was worth the flyer. Uh, I don't think no. it's working out. Um,
0: well, wasn't the other Japanese pitcher? Didn't he get injured? I his name uh,
1: Yes, our closer, Hirano, had to be put on the injured list. Uh, so now the closer spot is up for grabs.
0: Is and, that Austin Adams to have?
1: Uh, he's still hurt. Yeah. Last oh. I heard. And,
3: um,
0: Solak, are you available?
3: I'm available to be the bullpen <laughs> catcher. <laughs> didn't, I'll didn't do the bullpen bu- catching.
0: Didn't Gerson
1: Bautista get hurt recently, too?
3: <laughs> he, he did, yes, yep. Yeah. Or no, Austin, I guess
1: Austin Adams is, is, is back. I'm thinking of um I'm thinking of the other guy. Um Brennan. Is it Brennan that's out?
3: Or is Adams? No, Brennan's but he's back. Okay.
1: Um anyway, Hirano is Hirano's out and yeah, so it's up for grabs. And we'll see who's gonna get the closer job, but it really doesn't matter. We're not gonna be winning a lot of games anyway.
0: Okay, so the offensive firepower that we saw in summer camp here, is that uh is that good prospects that are hitters or is it just this stinky mariners pitching that makes them look better I'll be nice.
3: cool. yeah I, I was gonna say I, I was gonna say more better prospects for we have better hitters on this club i think but because i think i think we're gonna score a lot of runs this year if we stay healthy but we're obviously gonna suck too because our pitching's terrible
1: um, yeah, I think I think our, our pitching is is just yeah, it's sad um, at the moment. And you know, it's it's still camp. Pitchers are still working out the kinks, getting getting you know getting stretched out. And um, I wouldn't be too worried about them uh, long term. Some of them, some of them at least, some of them suck. Um, our entire rotation outside of Gonzalez, who is like a number three starter, um, kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean. It's it's young hitting that's feasting on on pitching that hasn't warmed up yet.
0: All right. Um, so is there any possibility, any at all, that the Mariners are just too young and dumb to know that they suck? Is there any chance that they just in a 60 game season can catch on fire and confound uh, the powerhouses in our division in the NL West?
3: Most likely not, but I, this this year of all years is their only chance to uh, compete. I can see it happening. I mean, if other teams get quarantined or a lot of key players go down, why not? We can win with our young kids. I mean, like, this year is going to be a huge asterisk, so anything can happen. Remember that year? What was that? That team that should be back this year. Anything can happen.
1: I would have to take the statistical approach here and answer your question that anything is possible, but I would put the chances at a zero point one percent
3: chance. <laughs> Fair enough. That's still it's, a chance. There's still a chance.
1: As I have to admit that there is that chance, but it, I, statistically, I no, that's not going to happen.
0: So it's possible, but no way is it probable. Correct. All right. Speaking of uh, impossible, um, Jerry Depoto is he doing a damn fine job or is he just stumbling around in the dark, just ruining another year? And we'll be here for the next five years complaining when the next general manager's here that we suck still to this very day. (laughs) He sucks. I
3: mean, he's had a few good trades, but hell, I could have made those trades. Um, he's just another, he's just the only thing he's got going for him is he's just a pretty face representing the Mariners franchise.
0: (laughs) That, that, that's about it. <laughs> he I mean, is a uh, handsome fellow.
1: <laughs> so you guys are gonna hate me here, and we I know are, this is do. gonna this is gonna continue with the Matt loves Depoto. He's the best, 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 greatest guy ever. Da, 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 da. But the reality is, uh, I think he's doing a pretty solid job. I don't think I, I think he got put in a very very hard place, and I think he's done an admirable job to put together the team that we have. I think on the we're on the cusp. The plan is executing just fine right now. Um, I think where you can see the potential of these guys coming up, you can see where, you know, what the future vision is going to be. There's obviously some holes, but that's what the free agency money, the, all the money we're saving, you know, will go to, assuming, assuming he executes that half of the plan. Um, but at this point right now, if I'm the owner, I'm, I'm mighty happy. Uh, you know, he came in and he was ordered to compete with what he had and he couldn't. And He tried his best to, you know, he stripped the miners bare to, to, to do it. Um, there just were just the people who were up there were too old and, 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 you know, at the major league level and, and sucked and he didn't have much to work with. And so then he, he finally got the green light to completely tear down and, and rebuild. And I think he's made the best out of that situation possible. I think he's brought in some really good young talent. The Kellanick, uh, Keno trade was amazing, um, for us and, and the Mets will hate us for the next 30 years for that. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, there's probably a, there's probably a, a call block on the GM's phone line, uh, blocking, uh, DePoto from calling him anymore it's because he's not allowed to do deals with him anymore after that trade. But, uh, no, I, I think overall he, you know, this right now, yeah, this is a rebuilding year. This is a team that's not finished yet, but you can, can be, you can begin to see the design on the wall you can begin to see the blueprints starting to come to reality, and um, give him another year at least or before this starts to kind of come together. And I, I, I'm, if I was the owner, I'd be very satisfied right now. And yeah, the DePoto's, only, the only complaint DePoto's, I have, hold on, sorry, yes. one, one last thing. The only complaint I have with Depoto is that he keeps Scott service. That's it.
0: Yeah. So Depoto's bad. Um, this team is bad. There are some pieces, but I think I'm more on the select side of this. Even a blind squirrel gets a nut every once in a while. And this team is going to, uh, it's going to serve to disappoint us for many years to come. Let's take a look at teams that are not disappointing to their own fan bases. For, uh, for I am on the verge of crying. Because uh, we're on 20 years. 20 years, guys. Anyway, yeah. Garrett Cole of the New York Yankees. Um, is, is he all that's needed for the Yankees to take the next step? <coughs> Hundred percent.
3: They're healthy now. Um, I, unless they get another key injury, they, they're going to run away with that division. I know they got a tough t- schedule with the National League East as well, but Yankees, Yankees are, are the favorites to win it hands down. Anybody that says different, they're wrong.
0: Well, I mean the Boston Red Sox are pushovers. They're not they're nothing.
3: Well, they and, are nothing uh, this year. They got. <laughs> it's going to be a few years up for them. I'll, I'll admit it.
1: <laughs> um
3: you go ahead sorry i was just say they don't have jerry depoto in that franchise so their chances of getting back to the top will be much quicker oh. than mariners <laughs> um i'm gonna say
1: that garrett cole is not what they needed to make the next step he's just he's just a cherry on top of the icing of that. i mean they, they yeah they, they, the red Sox stepping back that means the only real competition is going to be the The devil rays and they can never really sustain a, a direct assault again from the Yankees. To be honest, uh, the Yankees just needed to get healthy and uh, except for Severino, who I guess is hurt again for the season. Um, they're, they're back and they're They're ready to go. And they are, you know, probably the best team in the AL. Speaking and they help, did they didn't even need Cole. I mean, Cole is just the cherry on top.
0: So speaking of health and the Yankees, um, is Paxton going to play a full 60 games or will wildlife attack him like it has in the past? <laughs> I E is a hawk going to come down or an Eagle and attack him and injure him yet again. Well, maybe,
1: maybe, you know, he's playing in New York now, so maybe it'll be some kind of mutant pigeon, you know, large pigeon of some kind. <laughs> um, I don't know if they have Eagles. I don't think they have Eagle wild Eagles in, uh, in, in downtown New York in the Bronx, but, uh, It'll be a uh, pizza rat or something. No, like I yeah, our pizza rat. Yeah, sure. You know. Um, but anyway, uh, no, I think I. I don't. I don't think he ever will have the durability. He's proven time and time again. He just doesn't have the durability to go full season. But he he might pull a full season together for this shortened season, the sixty game season. But um, but you know, if you needed him for a full season, don't count on it.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, he doesn't throw like CC Sabathia, but he's a lot, a lot like CC Sabathia. He's just, you got every year until the end of his career, you got to count on he's going to go on the disabled list a couple times during the year. So it is what it is. I mean, he's a good pitcher when he's healthy, and so they'll just get what they can out of him.
0: Right on. So uh, being a Mirrors fan sucks, especially when Jerry DePoto's regime. Um, but do you guys <laughs> ever think about, like, being a Tigers fan and – every every other article is about Justin Verlander or Max Scherzer and how awesome they are <laughs> in the constant championships both of them wins like do you ever feel like wow at least i'm not a tiger fan
1: <laughs> <laughs> well the diamondbacks traded away Scherzer to the tigers for something um, yeah
3: that was a Didi Gregorius trade i believe was it yeah i believe it was um
1: but yeah no um, i yeah it would be it would be depressing um i i would have if i was them i would have made verlander retire a tiger i mean i would have paid him (laughs) um you know he's just he's he's your he's you know he's your felix you know he's your guy but um you know on from his perspective uh you know good you know happy to be away and actually win some things but yeah it would be it would suck to be a tiger fan right now it's pretty it's pretty dry there's there's really i mean they have what two prospects in their entire system a pitcher and a and whoever they've drafted this year <laughs> that's pretty much it <laughs> so you know i mean at least with the mariners we've got some interesting players that will be cycling in over the next year or so with the tigers not so
3: much i I disagree i think Tigers have a better farm system than you're saying. They, they have like two or three young kids just pitching alone, including one former Sal University Red Hawk coming up in the system and their draft pick this year. But and they have a longer history and they, they've just been a better team over the years. So I, I if I'm a Tigers fan right now, I'd be excited. They probably were upset when, the, you know, that awesome pitching staff left. I mean, they, they all knew eventually it was going to happen, rebuild. But. I, it's better to be a Detroit fan than a Mariners fan.
0: Is that true though? I mean, like Detroit should have won a couple of World Series. They're kind of like the no, Texas Rangers. The Texas Rangers should have won a couple, but they couldn't get the job done. I guess.
1: Oh, I guess man. there is there is a positive. Um. Well, they've been to the World I'm Series. To think, yeah, I guess. I'm trying to think. That's of a, a positive. positive. That's the problem.
0: Well, they've been to a World Series, unlike Mariners.
1: I guess they have many, many times, haven't they?
0: Yeah. Well.
1: Um. Don't they have uh, one of the best hitters in the uh, professional hitters in the game, of probably of all time right now, uh, playing first for them?
3: Well, he's Cabrera. washed up now, but Cabrera, he he was. He just can't awesome. stay healthy.
1: He's not washed up. When he's when he's on, he's on. He's just a yeah. power anymore, I, I guess, guess. Yeah. I, I guess
3: he's Miggy, better Miggy than most Miggy Cabrera
1: is who we're talking about. Miggy Cabrera. Yeah. He's one of the all-time greatest. Hit. He's going to be on the hall of fame without a doubt. You
3: should be, yeah. Um,
1: but he's his contract is uh, he signed it's through twenty twenty three or something like that. Twenty twenty four. It's and it's like forty million <laughs> yeah, a year. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I mean, you know. Y- yeah. I guess you got one player to watch <laughs> <laughs> when he's on the field. That is. Um. But yeah, no, I, 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 their their farm system is not as strong as the Mariners farm system. I
0: think, I think the '84 Tigers are are what the, you know, what that uh, late 2000s Tiger team should have been. Like shouldn't like getting back to it, shouldn't they have won the World Series? It just it's just baffling. Like, uh, I think one of their World Series was against like a vastly inferior like. Uh, cardinals team right
3: well they lost they thought who they they, 84 they lost it to the padres wasn't it
0: no they beat the
3: they oh they they beat the padres that's right yeah yeah. um i Um,
1: think well i think yeah i think the loss was to the cardinals
0: which is weird because the rangers had no business beating the cardinals either maybe that's the cardinals Mm -hmm. whole thing like you just wonder like huh they just keep winning world series uh you know they they have the seven mo- second most World Series wins in baseball history, and I just think to myself like, have they ever had any truly dominant teams though? Like,
1: um, oh, actually it was the Giants. That's what they lost. Oh, here. was
0: it the Giants? Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. I thought
0: it was the Cardinals.
1: <laughs> no, when Panda was was uh, the MVP.
0: Oh, that was during the Giants period where they were good every other year.
1: Yeah, they were. They they on uh, on even years they were really good. <laughs> um, odd years they took it off
3: no you're right you're right
0: Tigers did lose to St. Louis in 06 yeah because they went to two of them right they went to two Series. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah Barry Zito was started started game one and then Madison Bumgarner started game two
0: so got a question for you guys would Steven Strasburg be the star that he is had the Mariners figured out a way to lose a couple more games at the end of the season and uh, drafted him number one overall?
1: No. No? Mariners would have screwed it up somehow. <laughs> I firmly believe. And he also, well, okay, he might be a star now, but because he wouldn't be on the Mariners anymore because he wouldn't have paid him.
3: How about that? Yeah, well, I agree with Matt on the part the Mariners would have found something to screw it up. So there,
1: there is There is this phenomenon where players leave Seattle and all of a sudden get better.
3: <laughs> and
1: uh, he would he would leave and get better.
0: Did he turn out to be more important than Bryce Harper? Easily to the, nation, to the e-
3: easily yeah. easily yeah.
0: Because that yeah, wasn't I mean, the narrative like five years ago.
1: People overestimate the value of a slugger versus an ace. An ace controls the game. A slugger only has four at bats, maybe five. You know, um, the the ace can control the game, and so you get an ace, you hold on to him. You don't let them go. There's, you know, there's maybe 10 in the game tops and you don't let them go. Uh, you, you know, Bryce, Bryce Harper is ultimately replaced with Juan Soto. And after him, I'm sure there will be another guy, you know, and after him, there'll be another guy. They'll find, they'll, they'll find guys that they can put out in the outfield or put on the corners that can hit and, and, and make up the lack of runs. Uh, you know, the Mariners, Mariners made up the A-Rod deficit in 2001. We added Ichiro, and we got tons and tons and tons and tons of singles, and we added speed to our dimension instead of power, and we and we won two, 116 games. So you know, a hitter is has less impact, especially a you know an outfielder like that. Um, you know, he doesn't play a crucial position defensively, uh, is 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 a lot more replaceable than than an ace.
0: So what?
3: I couldn't have said it better myself, Um Only thing I want to say about Bryce Harper is, I mean, he's a heck of a ball player, but uh, I, I'm happy that he's going to be stuck in Philadelphia for what another 10, 11 years and he's losing not going to win a chance. Losing lose 12 years. Exactly, exactly. With that contract and that organization. So, haha to you for going for the money. So, but yeah, <laughs> I agree. A- 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 Ace is way more important. I mean, okay. Bryce I feel Harper. like I've seen,
0: I feel like I've seen Bryce Harper sitting on the bench. Maybe that's your problem with him.
1: Uh, the other thing to remember is defense <laughs> wins championships.
3: That is part of the problem too. There, Mr. Abraham Deweese, he does sit on the bench because he pouts like a little, little bia. You know what?
0: Hey, any uh, <laughs> we're getting towards the end of our show here.
3: Uh, <laughs> any
0: uh, any call outs uh, for you this week, uh, Solek?
3: Uh, yes, once again, Everett Aquasox. Uh, go to com or visit their team store. This weekend, they're spo- they are going to have a sale of 25% off all their merchandise. So Up
1: right now, go yeah.
3: check them out and also visit bellinghambells.com. They're still doing a lot of great things on their website and, and their gear is pretty inexpensive. And they missed out on a season and they deserve some love as well.
0: All right, guys. Thank you for joining us this week on Seattle Sports Union. Once again, sorry that the internet rock, wrote, wreaked havoc. Reeked havoc. Yeah, let's. Wrote, anyway, ha- <laughs> wrote havoc. Havoc. <laughs> havoc was had. Havoc was <laughs> was wrecked. Yes. Um, <laughs> havoc was wreaked. I don't know. Uh, but check out all our great articles at seattlesportsunion.com. As well, check us out here on Podbean, as well as iTunes, and check us out on YouTube. Matt Page actually has a great interview. With uh, the AquaSocks GM that's on YouTube right now. And right. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.